Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. Welcome to the show for the first time. She is an attorney and a mental health advocate and the author of the book Driven. Let me welcome Corey Minor Smith. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good afternoon. And this is my first time calling in. Oh, all right. Well, this <laughs> technically, okay, uh, you just wanted that. She shows up, y'all. She got all her degrees on the wall, first of all. So she's going to let Lotta. you know. And I'm not mad at that because people need to know. Put some respect on the name. She put the work in. She's going to have all the degrees up there. You go. So how does one navigate the space of being an, an attorney and then end up in this mental health advocacy position? While it actually happened in reverse, uh, learning since the age of 14, um, when my mother was first diagnosed with a serious mental illness. And from that time period, just trying to understand what it meant, you know, when we went to the emergency room late one evening to understand and find out why my mother continued to talk nonstop. Uh, I couldn't stop her from talking. And my, I called a family member to come over and help. And we ended up taking my mom to the emergency room. And as you know, a lot of um, African-Americans don't have medical insurance. So we do use the emergency room for medical attention. And in that case, that's how we learned about my mother's illness. And from that time period on, I've just been on a mission to learn more about the diagnosis, what it means, and to help other families to understand what it means and to know the resources that are available in the community. In, in the black community, mental health is not something until quite recently. And I'm grateful for the breakthrough, quite frankly, you know, to be able to lend voice to the trauma, to the, to the illnesses that many of us are suffering through that we've had to not talk about because it not even wasn't popular, but there was shame associated with mental health. Uh, not, we didn't put it in the same category as Don was mentioning earlier as cancer. You know, that's something we all could understand, but mental health, we couldn't. So growing up, where'd you grow up, Corey? Well, I have a, a checkered background. No, I lived in, I live now in Canton. I was born here in Canton, Ohio, but I also lived in South Vallejo. Uh, shout out to E-40 and her. <laughs> and um, also Houston, Texas, Ailey, Stafford and the city of Houston, Texas. Um, so I experienced, you know, geographical differences in the different states and the cities that I lived in, as well as the different neighborhoods uh, of which we resided. Um, we had a very transient lifestyle when I lived with my mother. I moved more than 21 times before I even went off to college. So while a lot of students that I met my freshman year were trying to run home every weekend, homesick and not coming back, it was just another move for me. And I just stayed there, <laughs> stayed on campus and you know, push through. What was, what was grounding for you um, living in the instability? How did you even have the gumption to show up? Cause that, you know, I was saying to Don, even before you came on, you know, sometimes, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, but most of us break under the weight. Most of us don't show up and we, we put a lot on the folk that do and with, you know, exceptionalism, you came through and this and that. But if we lose most of us, I don't know if that's a victory. Look, I'm, I'm one at this point that I used to proudly literally wear an S on my chest, especially when Alicia Keys song came out, Superwoman, but it is time to lay that down. Like that does not need to be a badge of honor. We need to take the time to seriously recognize things that are going on in our bodies and our minds and understanding that the whole dynamic, our mind, bodies, and soul need rest. So yeah, you may be able to push through circumstances and whatnot, but you should not necessarily always push through. 
You have to take time to rest. You need to rely on the resources and most importantly, your family and friends that are there to support you. We tend to think that we have to do it alone, but we don't have to do it alone. So it's a part of my mission and objective to let people know about resources that are available in the community, especially NAMI is a national organization, a national alliance on mental illness. And there are local chapters throughout the country. And I just wanna point out, for example, the one that was started in Los Angeles by B.B. Moore Campbell. Many of you may know her as a three times best, a New York Times bestselling author. Um, but she wrote about mental illness, especially in her book, 72 Hour Hold. And if anyone remembers the show out, what was that, In the House with LL Cool J and Debbie Allen, her daughter was on that show, Maya Campbell, and it was on that show that she started to show signs of um, serious mental illness. Um, and since that time, you know, B.B. Uh, Moore Campbell has died, but she started the chapter in Los Angeles because there was not a NAMI chapter in the Black community in that area. And from then on, it has spread throughout the country to have programs such as the um, HOPE program, which is specifically for African-Americans and that is sponsored by NAMI. So if there's not one at your chapter, please volunteer and start one because we have to do more than just have the discussions. It is actually time to start taking action and giving out this information and letting people know that it is okay not to be okay and to use the services that are available for free. 866-801-8255. Don Calloway is here as well. And uh, Corey Miner-Smith, you can follow her at Corey, C-O-R-E-Y, Empowers, Corey Empowers on Twitter and CoreyEmpowers.com. Don, you have you you want to jump in? Uh, I'm just I'm just appreciate the the general awareness and raising the awareness of mental health uh, and and resources that exist. So it's one thing that we can identify and and be willing to to name these issues that exist in our community that exist throughout the human community, but specifically concentrated in our community. That's step one. Acknowledge, right? But step two is know that there are resources out there. And that's what, uh, excuse me, Sister Minor Smith is bringing to the table. I think that's incredibly important. Listen, I look at it like a lot of times when, um, so after about five years, after I graduated from college, uh, cats started coming back to homecoming with braces. And it was like, oh, you got that fixed. You got that good job. Congratulations, I'm happy for you. Sometimes, sometimes it was Invisalign, sometimes it was the old school joints. Nobody had the headgear, but people was getting their situation fixed. And I think now that as everybody has crossed that 40 threshold and we got kids of our own, it's time to get the inside fixed. And you got that good job, use that insurance and it's all covered. Um, go find you a black therapist in your network. It's not that hard to do. And I hear the brunch Negro Roddy talking a whole lot about their therapist. And if that's what it takes to normalize it and make it cool, then I'm okay with that because it's something that we all need and we should all have. The brunch yeah. Nicarati. I didn't know that that, that existed. Nicarati. Nicarati. <laughs> all right. I'll say it again. Nick. Nick All right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Corey, tell us about the uh, your book and what drove you to write Driven. Well, um, I was 16 when I first said I wanted to write a book, and it was at the age of 16 that I knew I had something to say. 
Um, like I said, that late night at the emergency room, I was around 13, 14 years old when I first heard this diagnosis that I didn't know what it meant. What, what um, was the I, diagnosis, by the way? What was yes, it? Manic depression, paranoid schizophrenia, which I just want to take a note, so pause right there to just share about any mental illness versus serious mental illness. Any yeah. me mental illness, like a disorder condition can be any one of us at any given time from mild to severe symptoms, right? You know, some low-grade depression, like this COVID situation of people are isolated, not being able to have the physical touch and interaction with family members and friends versus the serious mental illness when you are dealing with hallucinations and delusions and what is called anonagnosia, which the person lacks insight. It's different than denial. It's not that they're denying that they're sick. They don't even know that they're sick. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know you're sick, First thing you may hear is, I don't need that medication. You need to take the medication, right? And the symptoms can become more and more severe and even dangerous. So I've experienced all these different cycles with my mother because like many uh, people, you know, like just take the medicine, just take the medicine. Well, I've been dealing with this for over 30 years at this point. And it wasn't until last year, Mother's Day, that I came to the realization that it's not just about taking the medication. It's a matter of the person's symptoms always being with them. Mm -hmm. So with schizophrenia, for example, it's described in thirds. One third may only have one bout of symptoms and never experience any symptoms anymore in their lives. The second third are individuals like my mother who may be in and out of mental health institutions on and off of the medication for the rest of their lives. And then you have that third group. Those are individuals that we may see at any time in any city, USA, on the streets, pushing a buggy that we consider full of junk, mm. homeless, out on the street, and they may be undiagnosed and definitely untreated. So they may end up dying by the hands of others or themselves. And that's just the pause on serious mental illness and specifically schizophrenia. So um, it was just mentioned about acknowledging, right? I just want to touch on what I call my AAA strategy, acknowledging, accepting, and advocating. So we can acknowledge that there's a mental illness, like at the age of 13 or 14, okay, doctor, you say my mother has manic depression, schizophrenia, but I had to learn what all of that meant. I didn't know she had to take medication. I don't know if there were follow-up appointments. I'm an only child. And at one point it became that I was taking care of my mother because she did come to live with me when I lived, uh, when I was in college, which was a very, very difficult uh, task. But it also pushed me to learn more about my mother. And one movie at that time that was out, you all may remember it, Out of Darkness with Diana Ross. She um, portrayed Polly, who in, her, in the middle of her medical uh, school career, she started showing signs of serious mental illness, the delusions, the hallucinations, and it was such a connecting story for me because Polly lived with her mother, the grandmother, and there was a daughter, which I saw myself in that. And my ultimate goal was to find out what do the family members do? How do they help this person? So once I uh, finished my bachelor's degree, my master's degree is in guidance and counseling, not necessarily because I wanted to become a counselor, but I wanted to know more about mental illness and specifically my mother's mental illness. And so you asked earlier, Karen, about me navigating through this mental health space. That was a part of all the navigation from the time of that emergency room visit to my graduate program. And now as a lawyer being vocal about um, 
advocating. I went from acknowledging it, accepting it, i.e. the symptoms may never go away, even when she's taking the medication, even when she's voluntarily going to get treatment from the doctors, even when she's participating in organizations like the uh, ACT team. Um, and we could talk about that if we have time, but that's the assertive community treatment team. And they're very intense. They, they interact with the individual at least two to three times a week, if not more. That's not uh, always available to people. And then ultimately um, advocating uh, for others, not just my mother, but overall, like with our federal government and the funding that is allocated for organizations like the uh, National Institute on Mental Health, we have to understand how that those funds are being used for basic research or clinical research and which one is more uh, advantageous to us. And I would argue that it's clinical research where there are actual um, tests being done on the medication to see the uh, efficacy of them. And we're, we don't get that out of basic research. We're talking with Corey Minor Smith. How's your mom today? My mother is doing well. And actually she would like me to start talking more about what she is doing versus what she's not doing. So I do want to give a shout out to my mother, Geneva Lawal, and her commitment to her own treatment and her own um, quality of life. Uh, I'm very proud of her for what she is doing right now. And I'm just there to support her through it all as much as I can, um, because it can be very stressful when you were dealing with the delusions and the hallucinations. And as I said, I'm the only child and many times I'm the subject of those delusions and hallucinations, but she is doing well right now. Thank you. So, so oh God, I'm sorry, go ahead. A real quick question. You sound like you've spent so much of your adult life taking care of your mother and others as a counselor and as a elected official and as an attorney, how do you protect your own mental health? Ooh, that is an absolutely great question. I like to do things like go to Inception. It is the world's first mental health gym. Um, it's in Detroit, Michigan, or Farmington Hills, Michigan. There's different circuits that you can do. I love to go there. I also go to a place here locally where I can lay under the chakra lights and uh, float in the tank. I don't know if you've experienced that, but it's great. And Inception has it as well. Um, and also like massages and things of that nature. But more importantly, knowing about the resources. So you can have these basic self-care things that you do. And I promise you, I used to think self-care stuff was a waste of time. Like I had time for that. I was too busy. I got things to do. I don't have time to be journaling and, and listening to water sounds. But my goodness, at this time, I have learned the benefit of it. But when you get to a point where you have your own life stressors, in yeah. addition to trying to be a caregiver to someone else, you have to push the brakes Find out what you may need above and beyond what you're in doing, like intensive outpatient programs that may be available at the local hospital. Many hospitals have lost their uh, wards or floors that were dedicated to mental health services, and now they may only provide outpatient services. But a lot of those programs are things that can help any person at any given time deal with stressors um, that are maybe above and beyond their normal stressors. This, uh, your story is amazing. You're amazing. And if people want to buy your book, what's the best way to go and get driven? Sure. People can go to CoreyEmpowers.com and that will take them to Amazon. You can also go directly to Amazon and you can purchase hashtag driven the Kindle version or the paperback version. Okay. We're going to tweet out all of that information, uh, of course, including your Twitter handle, and we're going to stay in touch. 
Corey Miner Smith. Uh, you're incredible. You're amazing. Thank and thank you. Very you. Much. I, I got to find out. Can Inception, uh, the Inception gym, is it is it um, franchi- franchisable? Because I, I believe it is. It is a franchise, and actually, Charlemagne, I believe, is a co-owner, or he promotes it a lot. Charlemagne the God. Um, but you can go. They have a. They're on Instagram, Inception. And follow them and find out the different circuits. You can also, I think it's inception.com. You can go to their website and find out about the different circuits that are available. And I recommend you not just go one time, but you incorporate it in as a part of your self-care uh, for your overall health. Great awesome. resources. Thank you so much. Corey Miner Smith. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to the Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.